If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Oh, wow. Hello, dear listener. This is the first episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. I think I'm going to start with why I was inspired to start this podcast be really transparent and authentic and real and brave. It's because I couldn't find these conversations anywhere. I couldn't find a podcast that is about redefining brave, changing how we see it, how we feel it, and most importantly, how we celebrate it. Being brave and building the skill of bravery has fundamentally changed my life. And yep, I said the skill of bravery. One of the biggest, biggest misconceptions of brave and bravery is that it's a personality trait. It's not. (laughs) It is not. Bravery is a skill. Now, Everybody is already brave. You, you, dear listener, are already brave. Think about all the crazy things that could happen. Getting out of bed. I had a family member break her leg getting out of bed. And she still gets out of bed. And so do you. Or commuting to work. Oh my goodness. Imagine. Imagine all those accidents. Ugh, and we still commute to work. Imagine all the difficult conversations we've had in our lives so that we could earn more money, negotiation, so that we could deepen relationships with our friends, our family, colleagues, our spouses, even our kids. Those are all moments of bravery, and they deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to be celebrated. That's what this podcast is about. So how do I think about, how do I approach, how do I help my clients build brave? Well, first thing to know is that I live it. I live it in my daily, daily, daily life. And over the course of this podcast, I'm sure 
that I'll be sharing a lot of my own personal stories of when I stepped into my brave, when I did the scary thing, the right thing, the simple but never easy thing. Right now, just want to hit on a few highlights. From welfare to multiple six figures. From a speech impediment to bilingual. Hallo, Deutsch bist ich auch. From the next county? Wow. To I've worked in over 25 countries. And so much more. How do I start? Well, tons of research, tons of experience, tons of failure. Because that's another theme that we'll be touching on is the joy of failure, the learnings of failure, the amazingness that failure gives us. Mm. I'm already excited just thinking about it. All right. I have a framework I use for myself my family, my clients, and I call it the Build Your Brave framework. If you want to see an image of it, it's over on my website. But before you pop over there, let's start off with the background. So this framework is based on best practices of change, personal change, from the Cotter method, from the research done around death and dying. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about the hard topics here, y'all. Celebrate brave. The ProSci model of personal change and organizational change. So much neuroscience, some psychology research, and some sociology research, and amazing human insights, as well as my personal experience as a former tech executive and a coach with over five years of experience. So I share my clients' experiences as well. Now, you may have noticed I'm a little bit kooky. I like to have fun. And ugh, if it's not fun, if we're not laughing, eek, that's how I think about that. So the framework is based on all that good, rich, data-driven, experience, proven information. And then I made it fun and wacky. There are three parts. I artificially call them part one, part two, and part three, but let's be real. They're all in action, all together, all the time. Part one, tell it to your dentist. I don't know about you, but my dentist likes to make conversation. I've had a number of different dentists and they all like to make conversation while their tools are in my mouth. And so the idea here is to be so clear, so unique, so specific that while you're having a procedure done at your dentist's office, you can explain your goal, your next big success, your ambition, your change, your shift, your transformation. Tell it to your dentist. Part two, experience it like a kindergartner, a kindergartner. Ugh. So, kindergartners. You know, to just simplify it, I like to think about my kiddos when they were kindergartners. My son, the oldest, is more the learner. 
first and the doer afterwards. Not always. We're simplifying the conversation here, but often. So let's take the monkey bars. So the first time my son sees a new pair of monkey bars, he's going to he's gonna check it out. He's going to watch some other kids experience it, and then he's going to give it a try. He's going to fail. He's going to laugh. He's going to get frustrated. He's going to learn from whatever happened, and then he's going to try again. And that's the spiral. It's a spiral of learning and acting, flowing together and moving forward. Learning just enough and acting just enough, making sure to incorporate some fun, some feelings to experience it like a kindergartner. Now, I mentioned my son. I have two children. My daughter, she's the younger one. She's the opposite. She is going to race towards that new set of monkey bars. She's going to jump up in action. She's going to fall down. She's going to laugh, get frustrated, feel the feelings, learn from it, and do it again. And again, she's acting to learn, to act, to learn. And it's all coming together in the learn-act spiral. Feeling the feelings of experiencing it like a kindergartner. And that is part two. Part three, and the final part of this artificial parting of the Build Your Brave framework, is own it like a boss. Oh yeah, own it like a boss. In full transparency, this is where a lot of my clients and myself Spend a lot of time owning it like a boss is looking at and shifting, building bravery around mindset, behaviors, habits, relationships. This is all about accountability. It's all about governance. It's all about about the conversations and the learnings required to really, really tell it to your dentist, experience it like a kindergartner, and own it like a boss. This podcast, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This podcast is going to be about personal stories of bravery in all the different forms from all over the world to inspire, to educate, to motivate you, dear listener, to build and celebrate your own brave. I'll also be sharing tips and tricks, suggestions, recommendations, warnings, of how myself, my community, and my clients are building and celebrating Brave. And finally, I'll be answering questions. So let me know. Share a question with me. What's going on in your heart, your mind, your career, your world? 
I am so jazzed and nervous about this podcast. I am committed and I am so excited for your feedback. See you in the next episode. Thank you for your time, for joining me in this movement to celebrate brave. Until next week, brave it up.